Are we doing the right thing trying to end this game? Uh, I mean, unless you want to be trapped in here forever until we die, I think so, yeah. Did they take the part where I said overthrow the government seriously? Oh, oh, oh very literally now. They do not like, like, there are like renegade groups forming. They're talking about bombing the Capitol. Did someone say bombing the Capitol? So my second question is, do you believe that the physical attributes that our characters have in this game would transfer to the real world? I will say that uh, they're doing diagnostic studies on mapping out the human brain right now, attempting to unlock all attributes of it. Certain pathways could have been opened up. Welcome, Foundlings, back to another episode of The Odd Campaign. I am Quentin, your GM host and obnoxious voice in your ear, who's going to be narrating all that you see with your mind's eye today. I am surrounded by a more than happily filled table of players. Say hello, players. Hello. hello. Players. hello. I mean, listeners, players at the table. Foundlings. That's really awkward. All good. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go uh, one by one. Introduce yourself and the character which you'll be playing today. Well, hello. My name is Emily, and I play Snow, who is the leader of the Odd Guild, but at some point disappeared, returned. She is still accompanied by her faithful wolf companion, Nachia, <clears throat> who is the king. Yes. What a good boy. And I'm RL. I play Zana, an arcanist rogue with her lovely little friend, Alistair. That's right. Alistair Crow. Yeah. Sometimes. You have more on your mind. You are my mind. Yeah, I, I know. That's why I know you have more on it. Hello. I am Jonathan. I am playing Tama, the uh, character who is new to the guild and uh, still has his mysterious jar of pickles. Mysterious, strange, and delicious. Wunderbar, ladies and gentlemen. Last time on the Odd Campaign, Strike Squad continued to gather intel on the city of Erveldum. Finally, questions had answers, but the answers you guys received uh, didn't seem to make your path any more clear. So after much deliberation, you all decided to move out, attempt to regain strength, find the next floor, and muster forces in an attempt to launch an assault on the game itself. Except five minutes before the episode closed, all of that was thrown out the window, and in true MMO player fashion, we decided to go side-questing for buffs. Now listen here. I don't like these call-outs. Which is where we find ourselves today, as our adventuring party is going to start off with some high-octane rolls. I need each of you to roll 3d20s. These are climb checks, ladies and gentlemen. 
The DC gets harder the higher you go, meaning your last D20 is indeed your most important. Please roll three D20s. These will be your climb checks. Write down your totals and then tell them to me. Can I use my spider climb to assist with this? You um can uh, <laughs> roll something for me, actually. Um, You've spent enough time with Den that I will ask you to roll a knowledge local for me. That's funny, boy. You can tell that this trial is supposed to test your endurance and strength, and that being aided by magical means would effectively cheat the trial. And while you would be able to cast Spider Climb to climb up the mountain, you would not be granted the buff at the top of the mountain if you did not clear the not, trial properly. Not in the quest parameters. Not within the quest parameters. I will roll, man, waste that nat 20 on a... <laughs> on your climb check that you need. On my local knowledge instead of my go. climb. All right. Weirdly, my rolls were uh, 33, 30, and 27, all three apart. Unfortunately, wrong direction and order. Yeah, you wanted to get higher the higher go. you go. You went <laughs> Look, lower. My, char- my character was just getting more accused tired. Yeah, it was a long, exhausting trip. It was... Um, Honestly, it took a couple of days to climb up. Even, like, you doing exceedingly well. You had to camp out on the side of a mountain, doing one of those, like, really cool, like, where they, like, have to tether the tent to the side of a cliff. Yeah, yeah. We got 32. Okay. 32, 18. Okay. And snow! So the first roll was a natural 20 with a 28. Then I got a 12. And then I got a 16. Oh, okay. Um, That was the order I rolled them. All right. So this is how it goes. Um, Draken doesn't even bother coming with you guys. He does not care because it is actually from him who you found out about said buff. It appears as if he already has it. Um, Right out of the gate, shotgunning, um, thinking that it's a sprint, not a marathon. Snow just starts scaling this at like Mach 10, leaps and bounds ahead of most of you. It is a tall mountain. Um, this is not something that one can accomplish in a day. It's not like you go for a casual hike at noon or something and come back and then like have like an early dinner. It's not that at all. This is a multi-day trek at best. Some people never end up making it. And for those who are slightly more challenged, um, it has been known to take weeks of their time potentially in order to scale these cliffs. Snow, you did get a head start uh, before everyone else as you... Uh, decided to go before everyone. Invigorated with determination, you begin scaling this mountain. You do so expertly for quite some time before uh, you literally hit a cliff. And it's slowing down your progress. You're kind of stunted in your pace. And over time, actually, you see other guild members catch up to you as you've had to make camp on this mountainside for many days, attempting to locate the best footholds and paths to take, not wishing to risk your life. So you take it slower, and eventually do all almost begin ascending. However, as the fitness master himself, his proficiency, his profession is literally athletics at this point. Um, Tama Bangs seems to have started after all of you, but this man is just banging his way up the mountain uh, and manages to lap all of you almost like he could have been up and down and maybe back halfway through if he wanted to uh but he would be the first to reach the top of the mountain it still does however take him three days of a climb 
to get to the very top. For everyone else, you do eventually succeed, but it takes you about a week. As you all crest the hill, at the time at which you do arrive, you indeed see a gargantuan eagle sits atop the peaks of the mountain. One that seems to have a 40-foot wingspan, has large brown feathers, each one almost the size of a human arm. Its assorted deep brown feathers have sparks of color of white, gold, and blue. His massive talons grip upon a boulder. They seem strong enough to snap steel and large enough to carry a person off this cliff hole. And you all arrive. And you all see this gargantuan eagle. And Tama just sitting there meditating. And Tama sitting there meditating. It is freezing up here, by the way. Tama, you passed us like days ago. Have you just been chilling up here? Chilling? Chilling would be the operative word. Well, uh, I made it. Where's my buff? I don't feel very buff right now. As uh, each of them come up, Tama just kind of looks over when they crest the peak and then gives them a nod and kind of goes back to meditating before the rest of them get up there. Snow, you've arrived at this time. Uh, Wilson actually lagged behind you. He seemed to struggle. Uh, He's more of a forest, less of a mountains kind of guy. But eventually, you are all atop the mountain. She looks very annoyed, having been the one who initiated this whole thing. And she's so annoyed that she fell behind. So she kind of stands there, pouting slightly, looking annoyed the entire time. But she gestures towards Zana and then to the bird. There's your buff. I I mean, he's... the buff kind of like. No, no, no. There's your boyfriend right there. He's waiting That's right not for you. My yes. Boyfriend. Go. You see, as the gargantuan eagle kind of just like raises up one wing and like waves at you. Oh. Oh, 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 no. Yeah, I didn't know you were like, honestly, the whole furry thing. I could imagine it for you, but honestly. And, and it seems as if the eagle begins to walk over to you guys. And that is a very big bird. And just towering above all of you, the eagle kind of peers down, and you just mentally hear, Oh, hey guys. How's it, how's it going? Dead? Yeah. How are you? Glad, glad you came. How do you like it up here? The view's great, isn't it? You know, all that raw fish you ate, it, it's mm-hmm. suddenly starting to make sense. Oh, yeah, they, they were just like little kippers. Like, they just went, went down in one gulp, honestly. He told me he sang you the song of his people. I did. I showed her It was the like world. a mating ri- ritual or something. I, I did not take part. And now she's successfully completed my trial. I can bestow upon her my gifts as well. Oh, well, that's that's great. I'd love them. Uh, you're going to buff me up? What are you buffing? Because I feel like I need a, a, oh, a hot well, chocolate. Well, well, yes. Okay. Well, uh, f- fair enough. Um, I, I can't give you... Um, I don't really have any insert warm beverage here. Um, <laughs> I don't have beverage here, period. Re- I really don't. Um, we-, we have water, some like, actually like really nice, like frozen ice, like water from the mountain peaks. It's, well, that, it's that, that is what ice is, Dad, um, thanks. Uh, but other than that, uh, yeah, so uh, you guys can use this now or you can use it later. Um, it's kind of like in association with all of your buffs um, and uh, you get a pop-up for your in-game inventory. Uh, and you notice that you have been bestowed upon the blessing of Folger Orn. Hey, buddy, they misspelled your name. Oh, no, 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 it's my, like, title. Oh. It, it, it's a title, it's not a name, really. Just like, you know, how the Gallum Kete is Melville, 
you know, uh, it, it's a title, not a name. So you. Um, you have the blessing that I bestow upon you with my status. So all of you gain a plus four bonus to your dexterity. Mm. And this is a slotless bonus, so it doesn't take up anything. So it's not going to conflict with any like belts of perfection that we may have in our party. You also um, just naturally as a almost supernatural ability, if you would, has access to the glide spell at will once per day. As long as you can focus and concentrate, you can invoke it. And last but not least, you all get an item, which says the token of Falker Orn, and it seems like it's the shape of a, of a feather. It's, it's an eagle feather. And Dan explains, uh, you guys can use this whenever you want. If you wanted to use it now, I guess you could. I wouldn't really recommend it. Um, it counts as if you've like rested for a full day. You just use it and, and you just write and keep it. Chip in the morning. So, so it's a one-time use, huh? One-time use. Early bird gets the worm. You know what I mean? Is that why you're such an early bird? Oh, yeah. No, and not, nothing ruffles my feathers. Everything is starting to make sense. Keen and chipper as always, until they start shooting me out of the sky with giant titanium rods. Then I get a little irritated. Just a guess the feather doesn't really weigh anything, right? No. It's like it's a feather. Um, well, um... You guys missed Friday night. Um, it's kind of like a Tuesday now. Um, it's been, been a while, but I hope you all get to meet Melville. He's a great chap. Uh, best of luck with that. I realized Tom was up there for Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he was gone. So I was sitting there waiting, and then he returned. And then the bird yeah, was like, so oh. you, you get there. The bird, like, leaves at, like, 6 p.m., comes back at, like, 2 in the morning kind of wakes you up uh and then like he, he you're just chilling with him for the next couple of days oh goodness oh uh, well let's not do that like ever again guys like i'm an outdoorsy kind of person but mountains not my forte i swear if i would have done any poor i probably would have fallen off the cliff oh geez hey you're here uh, yeah yeah took me a while uh, den is a bird yeah I, I i i did get to hear that part um i can still hear even though i'm like 10 feet down so like clattering up i heard the conversation yeah he's oh, really loud hmm oh i, I just got the pop-up ah, yeah wilson seems to accept the boss as well well congratulations none of you crit fail um which means none of you fell hilariously down the cliff and uh i get to ignore this 15 d6s of damages that you would have had to have taken i i that would have hurt Ref reflexes the decks right that is correct sir I'm, I'm very sorry i had to ruin it for you well you're welcome to stay up here with me if you like uh, like i said pleasant view plenty of all the fish you could want in the world um I, I can make you like a little feather teepee that buffers you from the wind. It's all right. We we got a ways down to head towards oh, the coast. Oh, yeah. No, no. I mean, you can see it from here, though. It's, it's kind of nice. I, I have been enjoying the view. I'm, I'm see? not I, I, It's a good view. I try when, to tell you. It's when good. I'm on the carpet, you know, it all goes so fast. And I'm mm. above the clouds. And I don't really get to appreciate yeah. as much as I should. Remember, Zona? He sang you the song of meaning. You have, you have to he stop and smell the roses. in my ear. That is a song of mating if I've uh, ever heard one. It was a scream. It was more of a screech. Let's get this to be, like, very accurate. I, I will agree on that. It was more of a, a screech. Well, anyways, yep. Yeah, um, so, like I said, uh, you're going to be headed that way. And he points with his giant eagle wings, um, directing you to the west coast, uh, where you see south of the mountains uh, by the coast of the peninsula away from the land of Arabeldum, which is more centralized in the peninsula, uh, by the coast and about a few miles away 
you can see that the the sea gets real choppy and actually turns into a, a bit of a hazardous glacier area. It seems to be some sort of frozen wasteland, but uh, it almost like floats above the sea as multiple spires of ice crest above the waves. Well, um, I don't know about all you guys, but I did get the necessary materials to go forth with uh, plan, eh, eh, but plan whales. Plan W? That's a little far down the list. Well, I, I mean, I got the potions of speak animal as well as a bunch of potions of water breathing. Do, do we want to meet up with Draken before we discuss our plans anymore? We can do that, but I mean, like, we're all going to have to get down this mountain, and I don't know about you guys, but I... We, we can teleport? Oh, well, where are we teleporting to? Uh, just back, back to Puez, I guess. Where, where's Draken been? Why don't you ask Draken that? Well, I want to talk to lover number one. You don't want to talk to lover number one? Maybe. Is that because you're a little jealous because Snow has two men eating out of her hand and she chooses to neglect and play hot and cold so that both of them remain interested in her? Quite possibly. Snow is currently going through her um, menu and trying to allocate the correct points, making sure everything is in order and she's not paying a lot of attention to what's going on. She's off to the side, mumbling, still grumbling about the fact that she was slow. She's like, stupid weather and the stupid snow everywhere and why am I everywhere? Grumble, grumble, grumble. Grumble, 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 grumble. Tom was just testing out, you know, he just got some new dexterity, some new stats. Yeah. So he's testing out his abilities, you know, doing some jumps and little you, you, some you, flips and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, you, Do a cartwheel. Uh, Do a cartwheel. Your, your, your previous record of uh, five mid-air backflips has upped from five to seven. Wow. So now cool. when you, you, you jump and you hit, like, 20 feet in the air, and you manage to do seven backflips before you land. Uh, I, I think you might be showing off at this point, Tama. Oh, I feel like he's kind of overcompensating for something. Tama just doesn't really realize that they're doing it, because, I mean, it's pretty windy up here, He's and he's kind of focused. He's not really knowing yeah. aware of what's going on around D- Doesn't get through that thick rock head of yours. All right, where were we? Um, I believe we were deciding what to do after all of you received your various boofs. Uh, Snow wanted to... She teleports back to the the Puez. Do you tell everyone else to go to where you're going? Are you kind of grumbly about this still? I'm just seeing if she's being absent-minded and she's 100% being absent-minded. She just kind of like does the thing she does. She's like, all right, done. And as she hits teleport, oh, hey, guys. And she's gone. I hate it when she does this. This is like way too common of an occurrence. I really have to be honest. You should put a tracking device on her. Uh, I oh, oh. And you see um, Wilson's just typing real quick. <laughs> well, um, are we heading to Puaz or uh, the coast? Wait, wait, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting a response. Yes, we're going to Puaz. Didn't we run away from Puaz? Uh, y- y- I mean, it's been, it's, been, it's been a week. It's been a week. I, I, I mean, they're probably not like super hot on our trail anymore. Uh, fair enough. So, I, I mean, if we just go back to headquarters, we'll probably be fine. Yeah, let's go back to the inn they know we were staying at. But that's where Stefan is. Do they know we were staying there? That's a very good question, but you have no way of knowing that. So we're teleporting to Puaz. Do we have uh, access to the top of the mountain peak? You do now have access to the top of the mountain peak. Tom will probably go there again. Great place to meditate. Yeah, nice view. Nice and quiet. 
isolated from like the rest of society. You don't have to worry about like people intruding on you. Yeah, not too many visitors. No, really not. Uh, and gr- and good company too. You know. Now back at the tavern, after you've teleported and materialized, you see that Draken is popping his head downstairs and he is typing furiously. She looks at him. Ah, yes, yes, I'm here. But then um, she goes right into her menus uh, and messages the group, probably right as they materialize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all they're all coming. Hey guys, I'm in Puas. Oh, and like they appear like concerningly quickly. Like you just sent the message. Like they must have had like lightning fast reflexes, or they were already teleporting before you sent it. Oh yeah, no, totally, totally. It was my message. They all get there, and all of you get a. You see, there's a message from Snow <laughs> telling you she's in Puas. Oh. Thanks, Snow. Oh, you're welcome. I really, really tried for that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I do see. Uh, and you see Straken walks down the stairs from the second floor and rejoins with all of you. Well, took you all long enough. Oh, yeah, right? They were so slow. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you were like the second him. to last person up the mountain. How would you know, Draken? Hmm? Um, you weren't there, Draken. I don't need to be there. Please. Is Wilson here? Wilson is here, yes. I lean over to Wilson. See, Draken already put a tracking device on I, Who do you think I messaged to figure out where she was? Do I overhear this? Uh, you can roll a uh, perception check. Uh, they are whispering, though, so there's a flat DC for that. Does a 20 pass? You are next to Draken, um, and you're kind of having a, a dialogue with him to whatever degree you are. And yeah, you would overhear roughly the contents of the conversation that is being had between Zana and Wilson. Something regarding um, you and a tracking device. She sighs, assuming that the duck is what's being talked about. That or the paper crane. She looks at Draken, dead in the eyes. Get rid of the duck. The, the duck's just like a gift if you ever need to like... No, 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 no. I have thrown that duck away three times. Something so that you can explain your situation and kind of like come to a self-realization and conclusion. Stop giving me cursed items. What else am I supposed to do with them? Draken! <laughs> I don't want the duck! I don't. I don't need a duck of binding. I already have one. And he just holds up a little like <laughs> a little rubber uh, bath duck and like squeaks it. <laughs> Do they just multiply? Is that why you gave me one? Do they just continue to multiply your inventory and take up space? Oh God. Um. Yes. Actually. Um. How long have you had that? No. You do not get ideas from me. Stop <laughs> it. How long have you had that? Um. Since the last time I interacted with him before, I had to run away. Season three. Oh, gosh. Uh, how many? Sure, sure, sure. Um, but, like, what would you say? It's been, like, three months? You, we, we, sure. Okay. You notice that the, you, you pull out the duck, uh, and you, you're looking in your inventory to, to pull out the duck, and you notice that it still appears in your inventory because um, it, 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 its quantity is strange. You have one in your hand, but it says that you have seven remaining in your inventory. Can you stop taking my ideas and just um, making them real? I shouldn't speak anymore. And, and Draken says that he has 31 ducks. <gasps> uh, and he's currently holding one in his hand. Um, and he, he's offering it to whoever wants them. I would take it, but Alistair is recently becoming territorial with other birds, so... And, and you see he's, like, kind of, like, squaring up, and his, like, feathers are getting kind of big, and he's just, like, eyeing these ducks. Oh, so you think you can take on the little duck, but when Dan comes out, and turns out he's a big bird, you, uh, oh. you huddle up in my coat, and you don't... I'll fight him. I got it. Don't worry. Remember, this is just you who wants to beat up birds. 
Snow holds out the duck towards Alistair. And you see just like Alistair like launches himself, starts pecking out the eye of the duck. Yes, that's it, Alistair. Break it. Destroy it. She puts it on the ground. Ah, good. Good bird. And he's just like pecking the life. And you just hear it squeaking and squeaking and squeaking until eventually it squeaks no more. Snow looks excitedly, goes in her inventory, pulls out another one. Nachia. It squeaks. Yes. <laughs> and his eyes grow real wide. I have an infinite supply of rubber duck toys. She opens the door. Fetch! She throws it out the door. You throw the duck, the dog bolts, and he's just happily nomming on it, and it just gets torn to shreds in a matter of minutes. Ah. So, um, I'm still really confused about, um, what we're doing. We need to procure a boat? Uh, no boats. Uh, no, no boats. So did, how- did we forget the no boats thing? No. So, so how are we getting out there? Uh, your girl here can summon orcas and sharks that will do my bidding because they're actually sweet little lovable guys. For how long? What do you mean for how long? I mean, you can only summon things for a limited period of time. Yeah, but I can summon a lot of them. For a limited period of time. I also have a magic carpet. That can only carry like two of us. Yeah, you're... Okay, I want to... Are... We just have to go out there and talk to... Sana, it's an ocean. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta travel. An ocean, she gestures in a nondescript location, probably the wrong and opposite direction of where the ocean is. Roll a survival checkpoint. All right. When uh, uh, Zana was talking about the carpet, uh, Tom was just sitting, shaking his head back and forth. He really does not trust the carpet. It's fair. Yeah. 21. Okay. We would need to all go out there. I would just, you know, have someone accompany me and... In case the whale goes rogue. Um, but hear me out here. If the exit to the floor is over there, we do need to get out there. Yeah. It's almost like the whole point is asking the whale to come take us to the door. Would you guys not be able to stand on the coastline with, until we're within range and swim to a whale or possibly be picked up by an orca who will take you to the whale? The water is freezing. Do we even have the swim gear for that? Ooh, quackin' who? That top of the mountain was freezing too, but it's not like we're gonna take negatives. For, well, we are. It's not like we're gonna lose any HP over it. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I like took like 18 points of non-lethal damage on the top of that mountain. I don't know about you guys. Well, then somebody didn't come prepared. It was, it was kind of cold, yeah. It, Zana, he's a human. You're a, I don't know what you are. Some. Uh, and I, I would also like to point out that the location where Stefan pinpointed us to, um, he was grossly off about the distance uh, of how, how far out it was. It, it's about 50 leagues away. I, I don't know how much a league is. I was N- only... Neither do I. Um, I think it's about a mile per d- d- league. Does... Hey, hey, Alice. Yes? <laughs> how much distance is in a league? I see that I am now being utilized as a unit of measurement converter. Ah, I can just roll a survival check. One league, uh, and Wilson cuts Alice off before she can finish. One league is around about 3.5 miles, guys. Uh, it's more than I thought. And you, you said it was 50 of those? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, so- that's a long distance. Um, yeah. 175 miles. I mean, like, if we didn't have anything to, like, pull us or push us, if we were, like, out in a little boat on ourselves, that that might be 
That might be, do you know how many miles an orca can swim in just like 15 minutes? Neither do I. I mean, like dolphins can swim at like 60 miles an hour. So, so things that we need to consider. Warmth, food, because we don't know what kind of weather. Also, how long we might be out there and also the weather we might be dealing with can impede our travel. I also got potions of water breathing. That's good. Yeah, I, I have that prepared as well. That's going to be very useful. How many you got? I am prepared the spell. I can cast magic. And he just, like, makes fire appear in his hand. Well, uh, I can cast magic, too, but I did have to buy these with my own money, may I add. Y'all owe me, like, uh, in a certain amount of G that will be determined later. Uh, I'm just going to cast it on myself. I can cast it twice per day. I prepared uh... it. Two slots. I can uh, look into what I can get as the other class that I have access to. Zana comes up to Tama and hands him three of the potions. You're going to need these. I have a feeling if you get thrown overboard, you're going to sink, like, well, uh, a rock. I actually swim pretty good. On a scale of, like, one to ten, how, how good of a swimmer? Ten being, like, Michael Phelps. About a seven. You're still going to want these potions of water breathing, bud. She hands them to you and does not allow you to give them back. Oh, he takes them. 70% is above passing. It's pretty good. I also don't think that that was a metric of passing, though. 10 was Michael Phelps, like the world's greatest swimmer. Like a seven is still like kind of close to some Olympic Yeah, athletes. no, you're, he's like, in a, I think he's ooh. pretty. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's uh, pretty good. So Snow looks around at the group. All right, so... I don't know if uh, summoning orcas is going to be our best option here, especially with all the people we have to travel with. Because I don't, I don't think that's going to oh, last oh. as long as you want it to. Well, I'm your negotiator. How about you travel in the boat? I'll travel on the carpet that he doesn't hate. Because um, dude Melville hates boats. I'm pretty sure that is explicitly clear. I can take one other person, not Tama. I'm sorry. One other person on my carpet, maybe. I, how do you want to get to the coast? Um, and don't we want to go on Friday, like poker night? Or do we not want to intrude on their sacred poker well, night? Uh, again, um, it's a little bit further from the coast. We would have to like leave today-ish in order to get there. Oh, then I say we uh, probably start 50 nautical miles leagues is uh, 50 nautical leagues is 170 some miles away uh even if we get a fast boat it's gonna take us three days what if we had orcas to pull us still gonna take you like three days or fun fact orcas really don't move that much faster than boats especially well it, it depends on like wind tides all that stuff i never said they travel faster also just, you know boats also, boats don't really need to rest or yeah. eat or Wind. pee. Wind power is great. Poop, Look, you know. Whenever you guys want to magically ride on the back of a dolphin or an orca or a shark, you call me. Until then, I keep all of my magical experiences to myself then. You think we could just, like, ride to poker night? Oh, I wouldn't mind, like, swimming with the dolphins. I mean, if Den's going to poker night on Fridays, <laughs> I? Hey, Den, you want to carry us? <laughs> Started going to poker. Is is Tama thinking this? Is, yeah, Tama's kind of thinking that. 
Is he making a weird face all already? He yeah. is. He just seems like he's just sitting in the corner, smiling and nodding. Can Try Snow to attempt think. to sense motive his face, seeing that he's like making this odd... Yeah, sure. Okay, I don't know what I'll get from it. It's a very high DC because he's just a a rock-faced man. It's really hard to read his emotions. Yeah, it's like just a slight change. Yeah. 14. He's thinking about pickles. He's thinking about that pickle jar and what he (laughs) might pull out of it. Snow looks him up and down. She nods approvingly. This is a good time for pickles. That's all she says. Do you say that out loud? Yes. Okay. Oh, actually, this would be a great time for pickles. I am a little snackish. Right. Okay, so... Tom thinks to himself, do you guys want pickles? I I do want pickles. Uh, I'll have you take it out of the jar, though. (sighs) I would love a pickle, but I'm not going to eat right now because I need to make sure I focus. I I have an idea. Give me, like, a math amount of time. I'll be right back. Nachea! She runs out the door to go get the wolf. I also thought that... If Den is going to poker night anyway, then we could just teleport to the mountain. Uh, why don't we just see if we could hitch a ride? But what if the trial of the whale works the same way as the one with the eagle, and if we cheat to get there... Oh, I forgot the whale has part of a trial. But we're not doing... That is the yeah, but like currying his tri- favor? I don't... Know how that works. Dan's like, I brought a bunch of friends for poker night, dude. I, I can't mean, imagine. I don't know. Yeah, but if it is a trial, I'd, I'd like to do it the right way. It's challenging, builds character. I like this guy. He's nice. We needed a breath of fresh air in the guild. You only say that because you like his pickles. I mean, he, he's got a nice, yeah, he's got nice pickles. Hey, I can't, I can't fault you. I like his pickles too. Snow comes back in a minute later. She's in the current Aurora farm. She's messaged Celia, trying to see if she can obtain the uh, scrolls that she asked for. Yep, she'll, she says she can um, send them to you via the in-game inventory, but it's going to take her about a day. Okay, perfect. All right, so plan A, get boat. Zana fly on oh, carpet. Oh, I, I thought plan A was eat pickles. We were all a little peckish. Zana crunch into a very big pickle. Uh, did you pull one out? I had I had him pull him one out for me. Oh, when, when was this? I, I, she didn't say you pull out the pickle. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess yeah. Okay, cool. Tom um, pulls out a pickle. He offered. She her. accepted. Uh, th- there are googly eyes on your pickle. She will not eat the pickle. She'll keep it as a pet and name it mm-hmm. Pickleophagus. No. <laughs> um, food do, does go bad in a pickle. In a pickle not in his preserving thing. Beside that, Snow reiterates, no, no, no. Plan A. Get boat. Okay. Um, Zana fly on carpet. She sure. attempts to make contact with the whale before we get to there. If okay. she can find it. And then hopefully we can find the exit. Um, Tomo raises his hand. Should we get... Two boats, one is a decoy in case and send it kind of ahead or a basically bigger, bigger boat, smaller boat. We'll probably go for the bigger boat. Yes, Orzana could use her ability to cast invisibility on the boat. Oh yeah, that's right. I do have that. I don't think invisibility works on something that big. Also, a uh, spiritual whale might not, visibility might not work on spiritual whale. I'm not sure exactly. Um, all I know is that most things can't see through invisibility unless they have special goggles, and she gets very irritated as she thinks about the previous day's situation, or previous week's 
situation. Or, or you know, are basically like deity power, powerful as deity like nature spirits that spend all their time underwater where they can't see. Who knows? Anyway, really. Um, I'm not saying whether they it, it can or can't. I, I feel like maybe like the eagle with eyes, good vision, could. So maybe we, we could ask Dan if he really wanted to. Does somebody no, want to do I, that? It, it, it's, I think I think it's fine. Uh, I, I, I'm fine with the boat idea. In fact, there is a location where we could probably get one. Uh, it's called the Frozen Wharf. We could disguise the bottom of the boat to be like a turtle. What if we disguise the bottom of the boat to be like a lady whale? I... <laughs> 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 Wilson, I would say that's a bad idea, but that was absolutely adorable. Oh, I, I like your way of thinking. See, I, I come up with good plans too, guys. If only I could summon a whale, but uh, I think can, dolphins, can you? sharks, and orcas are are I mean, orcas technically like a they are whales. Of porpoise whale. They're, they're like they're, related. They're, they're like killer, cousins. They're killer whales. So, so like... we're gonna go to the port town and get a boat two boats? Dress one of the boats up like a lady whale? I'm a little lost. I think disguising it as a sea creature is going to be important here if we want to survive. I don't know about the lady whale bits. Literally, I don't know what those are. <laughs> like, well, I, might, actually. I might be a student nurse, but I have no idea about animals. Uh, does uh, anyone have really good disguise skill? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're looking at her. I guess you would be in charge of disguising the boat then. Oh, oh, no. Disguising myself? Yes. Disguising other things? I can I can turn them, uh, mo- most people invisible, and that's about it. I mean, I'm pretty good with paper mache. Paper mache would melt in the water, bud. Well, listen, I tried. I made a nice volcano once. We could commission the, uh, the college here. There are starving artist students everywhere. Yeah, and we'll wait three months for them to build us a subpar whale boat I'm so sure. we can go out and talk to this guy. No. <laughs> We're not asking them to build a whale boat. We'll say they painted. That's fine. I, I mean, I, I like the plan. Just like, I mean, we'd have to bring the artists to the boat so they could paint the bottom of the boat to look like the bottom of a whale. We just commissioned a bunch of... We could commission Blair's. I just go on my carpet and convince the whale to come somewhat near a secret location that all this grows. All right, then, Zana, keep suggesting it, then go and do it. You know what? You know what? Fine. So, so fine. I will go. I will okay, go. Fine. So she, so she's going to go on her carpet. Everyone else needs to get on a boat, though, to get there. So we need to go down. Is there a port in this city? Is I, there... I literally just said there's the frozen wharf. I'm sorry. There was so much about pickles going on and jaws. And- uh, that's fair enough. Um, yes, there there is a very small town uh, on the western coast. Uh, it used to be a whaling town, but um. Oh. Uh, hmm. uh, I wonder if that could be the, the uh, problem. Well, yeah, mm. See. Mm. Mm. You know, keyword used to be they don't do it anymore because all of their boats get destroyed every time they go out. So um. Is it the shape of the boat? I wonder that bothers him. Who, who knows? Maybe it's just not shaped like a lady. What if we use like a canoe, like Native American style? Oh, we'd have to get so many of those. Canoes? Yeah. So it can go any, many, many. Yeah, pretty much. Just like a giant raft. What? A canoe can fit 10 people. What yeah. canoe are you talking about? A standard canoe. The huge canoe. 
I, I think you're thinking. I'm sorry, those. I don't go canoodling apparently very much. I'm just gonna go to the frozen wharf. Okay, guys. Does well, anyone else have a problem with this? I'm going oh, with you. Can you teleport there already? Um, well, I can. I guess you guys would have to get the go on the train. The train? <sighs> um, uh, potentially we could. I could get in contact with Stefan and see if we could borrow one of his Land Rovers. Um, that that sure. would look a bit suspicious. I mean. But- I can talk with him. Yeah, if you want to. Perfect. All right. So. So. so I'm going to wait we're, we're out. still here. Who's doing this? Well, Zana wants to go fly out on a car. I mean, I mean she's more than welcome to do that. I can send you the location and you can just head straight there. Um, from here, it's like three and a half days. You have enough food and everything? I do. Okay. Am I going? Tom, Tama, you're coming with me. Tama looks at her. Well, I mean, I, I could come with you. You, you could, It would be nice to have another navigator if you're going by yourself. Yeah, but I can navigate just fine, and, and you oh. should stay with Snow. Oh, I, I can go with you. I've already been to the Frozen Wharf. No, that's just fine, Dragon. That's fine. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. What, what, what's your problem? I don't have any problem. No, alternatively, um, I, I could also just take the frozen carpet and get there sooner than all of you. The frozen carpet? I'm sorry. Uh, the, <laughs> I can take the flying carpet and teleport to the frozen wharf and get there before all of you. Oh yeah, I'm gonna let you take my special event item. Oh, I, I can get, I'll buy you a new one if something happens to it. Why would he need to go to the wharf before us? He's saying that he can teleport to the wharf because that is closer to the location than Erveldum. Because Erveldum's inland, the wharf is already on the coast. So he would be getting there a half a day sooner than you would, which would give him a half a day to effectively deliberate with the whale before you guys get there before by boat. I'm supposed to be deliberating with the whale. Uh, uh, li- listen, I don't... You, uh, Whoever want Like, I've got a perfectly fine diplomacy score. Okay, um... Yeah, and you think you have a perfectly fine personality? While this is happening, Snow walks over towards the bartender's uh, station. And you see as he's perpetually cleaning a stein out... He, he is, you can tell, this is perfectly clean. He is 100% doing this just for the aesthetic. I know you paid for the emote. It's it's all right. Um, I like the emote, though. It's better than the flip-flap. Oh, yes. Anything is better than the flip-flap. Um, is Stefan in? Yes, I have read the newspaper today. Uh, the I newspaper, yes. Um, all right. It's in the back. I'm sure you know where to find it. Thank you. I can't wait to read today's news. She... Then goes back towards that area. And he seemingly nods. He pulls one of the many taps behind the bar, and you swear you hear some mechanical click off in the distance. Oh, there's two ways to open it. Good to know. I mean, there's two ways to get the newspaper. Good to know. And you make your way back behind the swinging doors and into the back room. So she'll go down by using the bottle opener thing that's there. Like, there's a bottle handle. You, you, you the walk secret up, door handle. Yeah, well, well there, there, there's a large cask. Um, it's a cask. I saw, I heard and, and, bottle and it, by it the way. It pulls out and it moves to the side and reveals a staircase. You do the thing and you go down the hall and you enter, and you see Stefan in somewhat of the the more barracks area by a, a number of metal lockers, which seem to have multiple armaments, a lot of various gear, uh, and directly to the left of it there is a number of vehicles some of which seem to be large enough that would be able to fit your full party. Stefan! Uh, 
Uh, as you walk down the stairs, you hear the entrance sliding closed behind you. Okay, and she would he... wait until that closes fully before she says his name. And as you say his name, his ears perk up, and he looks off in your direction. Welcome. Uh, you've been off and about recently. Yes, we're not going to talk about how long it took us to climb a mountain. Stefan, would it be possible for us to borrow one of your vehicles so we can avoid the train? I feel like that's a very wise decision to make. Absolutely. Um, I'll send one of my individuals with you. Uh, they can operate, uh, and you'll effectively be like an Uber. Oh, that's Drop exciting. you off, and they'll bring it back to me. When were you planning on headed out? Oh, that's a great question. I was actually about to say that we're going to either be leaving this evening or tomorrow. I would recommend doing it as soon as possible. Get the ball rolling. All right, then we'll leave this evening. I'll message the group when I... Uh, no, I'll wait until I go back up. She salutes before walking back up, trying to figure out how to open the door. And you hear a sigh from back in the <laughs> the base. Stefan seems to walk somewhere away from what he was doing, and eventually uh, you hear another click, and the, it slowly begins rolling out of your way. Is there an actual newspaper back there, though? Like, when I go back up, is there something that she could grab? There's a stack of newspapers off in the corner. She grabs it and starts coming back out. Um, and looks and sees what she comes back to. Oh, you just wanted the actual newspaper. Well, glad I could be of assistance. <laughs> so what does she come back to? What have they been up to? Just Mr. Peagle. <laughs> We've had a very riveting conversation. She walks over, carrying the newspaper. She awkwardly flips through it, not actually reading it. She's just pretending. So are we all leaving today, tomorrow? Uh, we're leaving this evening. Like, like now-ish? It's kind of evening now. Yeah. Um, whenever the newspaper is able to deliver upon the Uber, we'll be out of here. They got Uber? Uh, I don't, that's, does that sentence grammatically make sense to anyone else? I wasn't an English major by any means. Like, I didn't take the AP exam, but that, I don't think worked. I thought you called for an Uber. Yes, I called for an Uber. What, Wednesday? Through the newspaper? Yeah, you put, oh, she could have put an advertisement in the newspaper requesting an Uber so that when it's printed, the first person who sees it could, like, ah. like the old timey ads, that's guys. Gonna take, that's like gonna take days, no, like no. at least. I'm going to wait outside. Uh, for I, uh, days for the newspaper Uber? Wow, she really trusts my newspaper ad. Um, uh, apparently, it's very potent. No, this e what time is it currently, uh, Alice? Yes? What time is it? Oh, it's about 8.43 p.m. Time passes so quickly when you're having fun. All right. Or climbing a mountain and talking to a giant bird, you know? Yes, yes, and Zana flirting with her future husband. It's all c'est la vie. You hear, you see Zana start to walk out the door. <laughs> And as she hears you say that, she stops for a second, takes a long sigh, and continues to walk out of the door. I mean, he could be Alice's father for all we know. Dan <laughs> <laughs> is actually baby daddy. <laughs> it takes around about an hour, hour and a half, but eventually he, he pulls up in an Ignis wagon. Is it shaped like a bear? What? The Ignis Ursa is the bear, right? Yes. But, but when I, mean, I hear Ignis, I think Ignis Ursa, so I was thinking, is it a bear mobile? No, it's not a bear mobile. Um, it, it is a very large and sturdy, uh, kind of looks um, from the closest thing that you could compare it to in real life experience, kind of like a Humvee, 
Uh, it, it looks like it could effectively be like a military tank or vehicle. It's got like ginormous wheels, big tread. See, I told you our Uber would get here later this evening. Uh, she's not wrong. Yeah, I mean, that's an efficient newspaper. <laughs> Their printing time, like the turnaround of that is phenomenal. She's actually been enjoying the, actually reading the newspaper while waiting. At some point, she got bored and just started flipping through it and like looking things over. Oh, apparently the Art Society here is going to be holding a musical soon. Uh, if you wanted to, you could roll a knowledge local. Sure. Someone created quite the ruckus the other day. <laughs> Nineteen. Uh, indeed. Um, on, on the very front page of the newspaper is the government's effective reprimanding of the behavior that happened in the outskirts uh, a week, about a week ago, which you can very clearly tell is referring to what happened with you at Puez. Um, well, you people, you players, um, it, it, like when I say you, it's like the royal you that includes everybody. That's not how the royal works. On top of it, though, you there's another section on a series of up-and-coming, seemingly hyper-intelligent group of children who have, like, kind of um, just started up at the local college. Um, they're surprisingly young. They're only about 12 years old, but they're mysteriously smart for their age. They took player brains and put them in the children. <laughs> um, apparently, uh, before this, all of them were orphans and were all raised in the same house by the same individual. Who? Camille the Seamus. Was that right? Uh, let me know what you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, it was done by Camille, uh, the per individual who was the effective foster parent for all of these children was Camille Lacimos. Oh yeah, no, snow muses allowed. Just like, hap just doesn't even care. And that's how you create supervillains, dear children. Or misfortunate villains, they don't know what they're doing. Well, alright then. She'll share some of this information with the, uh, group. Out of interest. Uh, other than that, the, the college is also hosting an arts fair. In, in about, like, two days. That's really exciting. I'm sure Sal would be so excited. All right, so Humvee. Humvee, everyone gets in. Bang, 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 bang. Doors close, everyone gets in. Speaking um, of Bang, I want to sit next to him. Cool. Yeah, no, you you get in the back seat. You sit down with Bang. Uh, who's sitting in the front seat uh, next to the individual who's driving? Uh, I guess Snow would. Cool. Uh, you are sat next to an, a silent, masked individual. He doesn't talk the entire way, uh, unless you attempt to interact with him. A more silent, masked individuals, it makes her think of us. So, uh, nice, nice weather we're having this evening. It, it looks like he's wearing, like, regular clothes. Uh, he has, like, a gray cloak on, uh, very similar to Stefan's outfit. Underneath that, he's wearing a black skin-tight bodysuit, but has a white mask on, like one of those... It's just a, a blank white masquerade mask that fits the curvature of his face. She's creeped out. Never mind. She's not sitting in the front. She, she sees this. <laughs> she opens the door. He probably turns his head and looks at he her. He does. He turns and nods. A dragon. He, he goes and sits down, and you can hear for the entire car ride, he's attempting to make very awkward, small talk. Who, dragon's trying to make? Yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. So, um, bad weather is always, you know? And he just kind of nods. Yep, that's basically what happens. She's like, hey, Dragon, come sit up here. I can't do it. She goes, sits in the back. And you guys uh, are driving late into the night until you eventually arrive at your destination 
Around about midnight. It's very, very late. Uh, Tama, I should inform you that Zana is now leaning up against you, uh, snoring and drooling. Yeah, it, it was a three-hour car ride. Um, Tama doesn't really make much effort to like do it, notice much of what Zana's doing because he's like as soon as he got in the car and he knew it was gonna be a long trip, he just started meditating. Are so, we like facing them? So are they like facing forward and like the other seats face back? Or is everybody y- facing? Yeah. Forward? So there's the driver's seat with the um, blank mask individual. Uh, driving, sat next to Dragon, who's kind of just like head slumped in his hand, resting up against the window, kind of staring off into the distance. Um, y- these two are uh, in the very back, uh, being Zana and Tama, uh, and she's kind of just like zonked out. He's sitting very up straight in a, like a very kind of like almost meditative pose. You can't tell if he's conscious or not. He could be asleep with his eyes open. He hasn't blinked in like ten minutes. I was gonna say she looks back and like seeing that Zana's like slumped over to him, she kind of points. If you're uncomfortable, you can just shove her off to the other side. It's it's all right. She's very touchy recently. I don't know why. And as you say that, um, you do notice that Wilson is also completely falling asleep, and his head is resting on your shoulder. She she says, "How does it work if she turns?" Okay, I guess he kind of falls off then. His head falls into your lap. I should know. Ow, that was, like the seatbelt holding him up. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, but he's still completely unconscious. I should note that while Zana is asleep on Tom's but, shoulder. Also, what seatbelts? They haven't been invented yet. What <laughs> <laughs> <Wait, laughs> safety? You know, the original cars, they didn't have brakes. How you stopped them is you ran them up onto a curb. Yeah. Or you had to like run in front of them and like push against them. <laughs> As Zana is laying on on Thomas' shoulder. Alistair is also laying on her, so it's kind of like a little pile of there, sleeping bird, nice. a sleeping yeah. Zana, and a... And then Wilson's laying on your shoulder now, Snow, completely zonked out. Oh, no, no, no. She did do the full turn. So oh, he yeah, he, his head's, like, kind of fallen on your lap. She doesn't realize it. She's, again, she's looking at Tama and says this, um, she's like, what, what is the relationship between you two? You seem relatively close. Tama doesn't answer. <laughs> And you're still unsure if he's even awake. Oh, this is awkward. She turns back thinking that she was just talking to a sleeping person. I'm going crazy. She sees that Wilson's head is in her lap, so she reaches her hand down and pats his head. There, there. And Nachia, who is kind of resting on the floor. This is, oh, wait, nope, way too small of a car for that. Never mind. It's on top. Nachia, <laughs> who has been running for the past three hours trying to keep up with this vehicle, is actually happy. He doesn't get to normally burn this much energy. He's he's a big working dog. Being in the car would be too hot for him anyway. Yeah, yeah no, so. he's enjoying... This is the weather where he is supposed to be in. Are you just throwing ducks out for him every so often? Yes, yes. She's throwing a duck out every so often, hoping that they get destroyed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it seems like they get destroyed, but for some reason, um, whenever you check after about an hour, um, you still have eight ducks in your inventory. It went up already? Was it? No, there was seven and one in your hand. No, 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 but um, Quentin, stop. Get rid of it. I don't want it. This was given to me unwillingly. <laughs> you accepted it. I didn't. Yes, you did. It was just handed to me, and I'm like, what is this? And you took it. I you... didn't mean to. Well, I'm sorry. It has imprinted on you. I hate ducks now. We're never having ducks. <laughs> and eventually, you get to the frozen wharf. Though... It's very late at night. The moon is almost at its peak, cresting above the mountains. You can almost swear you see the vague silhouette of an eagle off in the distance. And the moonlight 
illuminates this very small and, at this point, shabby seaside town. It looks like it might have once been bustling, but there are a lot of abandoned buildings here. It's also nighttime, so I... She's, like, looking out. It's nighttime, so I assume it's, uh, more dead than usual. Wilson, get up. What? Oh, oh, we're getting kicked out of the car. Oh, thank you, Mr. Nameless Masked Individual. Tama, you have a sleeping Zana on your arm and a sleeping crow on her. Yeah, yeah. What do you do? I was going to say, we're... Did the person know exactly how long it would take us to get to the spot? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, then Tama is, like, as, as soon as it gets, it, like, it parks, he, like, it is immediately awake. All of a sudden, he uh, looks beside him and realizes that Asana is laying on him and that the bird is laying on her and kind of looks slightly confused. He's never been in this situation before. He, and he just gives a slight poke. No, oh, you're gonna have to be more forceful oh, yeah, than no. that, buddy. You, you kind of have to kick her a little bit. She doesn't really wake up with like gentle oh. prodding. He gives a slight punch. punch. <laughs> Very slight punch. <laughs> here, Tama. Here, let me move the seat. I, what are you here? Are you here? Yep, rise and shine. Mm, Actually, no. we're going to go back to bed like a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, like literally as soon as we can find a place to sleep. Can someone carry me? No, Zana, you have to walk. You're not a baby. Uh, so I've only been here once because there's no reason to come here. It, it was just to get the quick teleport in case it was relevant, which in this situation it would have been, and I didn't even utilize it. So we can just hole up in one of these abandoned houses? Oh, yeah, absolutely we can. Um, some of them, uh, it's hit or miss. I don't know which one. I mean, you'd probably be able to find out really quickly when you walk in them if there's someone sleeping in a bed. All right, everyone. Perception. Scatter. Sure. Is Zana's character kind of resistant to, like, getting up and walking? No, she was pretending. Okay. The door opens and all of you are blasted with cold air from the winter night's tundra. Oh, this is so much colder than it was further into the city. I don't like this at all. Uh... Yeah, I I saw one of those kind of, like, tent things that you could set up in, like, ten minutes. <laughs> and I should have gotten one. I'm regretting it now. Anyone who would like to, please roll a perception check. Yeah, Snow would go off and, like, search a nearby house to see if that would be a reasonable place to stay. 16. 34. 20. All of you are able to very easily see that um, there are probably about two dozen houses here only around about like 10 of them are occupied uh there are a couple of small fishing boats down by the dock but it doesn't seem like this is an intense like seafaring whalers trade anymore it seems like most of them just do like coastline fishing where it's not going to be too dangerous but they're able to make ends meet and have something to trade and barter with but snow i'm just looking late at night it's dark i don't have i got my actually i don't have my light on well, all, all of these houses, to the majority of you, there are no lights in any of them, but you're able to tell which ones um, are, are abandoned based off of, like, uh, broken windows or doors being ajar. Uh, the ones that are abandoned are more haphazardly strewn together. Um, it, at least the ones that people live in, they attempt to, like, patch them up so that, like, wind doesn't blow through. And all of you are able to see that there is a razor off in the distance 
by the dock. Snow, you're able to see more, though. It appears as if this brazier is affixed to the bow of a boat, and there's an underlying song that seems to be sung, which for most is caught by the breeze of the wind, but you can hear this low, somber tune being sung off in the distance. Snow will make note of it, but uh, she was attempting to find a place for the group to stay for the evening. Many abandoned buildings. Many, many, many. She points the one that's kind of close to the dock. Sure. You you all find an abandoned building close to the dock. Um, it's, it's very... It's, it's not overly large. It's basically just one room kind of dug into the ground slightly deeper for greater insulation. It seems like there's a fire pit in the middle. Uh, it's about like a 20 by 20 hut kind of thing. There are a couple of holes in the walls, broken window, doors kind of ajar, but the door still works. You're able to shut it. Um, breeze still kind of comes through, but you're able to patch up some holes, light a fire, and get some sleep. Is the tune memorable sounding? Um, it is. She'll probably hum it while working away in the building. Sure. It's caught in your head. Yeah, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I feeling I know what song you're thinking about. Song, what do you, which song do you think? Daughter of the Sea. Yeah, uh, there, there's a spin on it, though. 25 on my perform sing. And everyone is whisked to sleep as it is late, everyone's tired, and you're being hum a faint melodic melody, so somber it may be. And all of you wake up the next morning. All of you are gamers. I mean, we sleep in here, guys. Like, like we're not waking up before, like, 9 or 10 a.m. Wilson's kind of up and about, but even he he stayed up late last night. Like, when you, when you party hard, you sleep hardy the next day. But all of you awaken as the sun is streaming through the various cracks and missing planks of this ramshackled hut uh, by the sea. Uh, and you hear that there are a number of voices outside, all seeming to be working and tending to the docks. <sighs> Snow stretches. Um, does she get anything from Celia at this point? Um, yeah, you got a you got a message somewhat earlier this morning, around like eight a.m. Okay, she would spend the time sitting down, looking through this scroll that she requested, attempting to um, awkwardly sit in the corner and talk to her wolf. All right, now Nachia, repeat after me. Uh-huh. Now this. Uh-huh. Perfect. We're almost there. Ah, uh, yes. So oh, you're so good. What a good boy. Yes. Here's a rubber duck. And he goes off and chases and starts squeaking. And you have to commune with your wolf for about an hour mm-hmm. in the morning. Uh, could I say that Tama went to catch some fish for breakfast? Uh, Sure. Uh, how, how would you have gone to, about catching fish? Like, with your bare hands, just standing? Yeah, it's training. Roll to hit. I was going to say, like, you might be handle animal or something, but... Um, sure. Roll handle animal, and then roll to hit. 20 plus... Uh, 26. Nice. Um, you, you went out kind of early this morning, um, to go meditate, because you don't have to sleep for your full eight hours. Um, and you went to go meditate on a rock that's kind of like a little bit further out on the coast. And you see fish are swarming you. And as, as they do, you're, you're able to catch a few. And you see 13 guys on a boat. And one of them looks at the other 12 and is like, hey, throw your net on the other side and you'll catch more fish. And they throw it on your side where the fish are swarming your rock. And they pull this giant net full of fish in their boat. 
oh Jesus moment. <laughs> <laughs> Tom just doesn't really make note of it. He's just yeah. You 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 just like get like a good like three four fish. You're happy. You just like go back to everyone. You're like you hold them up and you cook them over the fire. All right. Um. So snow still uh in aurora form. Yep. At this point. Sure. Uh, since she had to uh, do some spell stuff, she uh, calls for the group to gather. Uh, and you call to everyone who's standing in the exact same room as you, and then they all kind of, like, turn their heads and look up from the their plates of fish that was cooked. So she uh, looks at the group. All right, so we probably need to gather some information specifically on if this is a fishing town, their experience with this Galimkete, and where it might be more so located. I know what Stefan said, but fishermen know the sea better than uh, admin, I think. Uh, well, I was going to say, what knows the sea better than a fish? And I was going to have my fish go out and see if they can find the big fish and come back and tell me if they can find the fish. Sure, Zara. For the love of God, do it. You keep saying you're going to. Just do it. You're right by the water. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. All right. And you, you run up to this dock where there are a bunch of, like, all these, like, gruff men working. And you just, like, hold out your hands and you go, like, oogly boogly. And just, like, dolphins I, start manifesting in the quite ocean. Quite literally. I use Summon Monster 5, which allows yeah. me to summon 1d4 plus 1 dolphins. Uh, would you like to roll to the d4? I summon two dolphins. So two dolphins. You, you just one per hand. You hold them out over the wharf. Um, you're at the edge of the pier, and you just go, great, oogly-boogly, and just poof, two dolphins appear before your hands, and they just splash down in the water, and they're kind of just looking at you. Hi, friends. So I want you to go out, and I want you to find a big, scary, maybe scarred whale, has some harpoons in it, I might have been told. The dolphins, like, start, you just see them start leaping out of the ocean, and they keep going deeper and deeper, and they're, like, chattering along and spouting water. Now, I can summon a lot more dolphins. Um, and as you see, as they're jumping out into the sunrise and you're admiring your dolphins, you see them as they one time they jump out of the water, they poof, and they, they, they disappear. Uh, you could roll an, an arcana check to figure out what just happened. 28. It dawns on you that as you watched your dolphins for about a solid minute and then they disappeared, um, that summon monster only lasts for a round per caster level. Well, uh, back to uh, plant C. Carpet. So Snow is still in the building right now, finishing up deliberation, waiting for Zana to come back. Maybe not waiting for her to come back, just finishing up deliberation. I don't know what anyone else. Uh, and you, you finished up your, your morning deliberation with your wolf. You got a Tama off. Uh, Wilson brought over some nice fish that Tama caught this morning. You had a little breakfast and everyone's kind of just like Standing around, even Draken's kind of up and about. She gives you a thumbs up on the cooking of the fish. It's very good. Tama gives a thumbs up back. Mm. We should really have Clyde make more of this. This is really good fish. Oh, uh, I, I think Clyde would have to get the fish Wilson, from here first. What? We forgot the fish. The fish? Oh, the fish! Oh, the fish! No! Oh, ooh, my where, gift! Where did we leave those? I think it was at the base of the mountain. Oh wow, that's that's <laughs> awkward. At least they're very frozen. Yeah, they are very frozen. They'll probably still be good by the time we get back, and we we can teleport and Clyde down sometime. Oh God, Wilson! Well, I, I trusted you. Actually, I, I completely forgot. I think I can handle this without the the fish offering. Actually. Um, so, what are, what are we, I, I see there's a lot of people out on the piers, do you want to, like... I saw talk, something talk last night that piqued my interest. You know, how the game kind of indicates things sometimes, it's like a focal point. 
Oh, you mean like where for the really slow people, they kind of give like blatant hints so that you kind of get railroaded to where you're supposed to go? Yes. Yeah, uh, what did you see? I don't know if anybody else saw the ship with the, the brazer on it. The boat. What? The ship with the fire on it. The what? Anyone who would like to could re-roll their perception check. It's a, it's a new morning. Snow, you can even roll a perception check if you'd like. 25. 34. 27. All of you, um, as Snow's kind of bringing it to your attention, are kind of looking off into the distance and um, kind of a little bit further south down the pier, there's like a pretty decent-sized like sailboat, a three-mast three sailboat, and it does seem to have a like rather large brazier, which is like kind of like a contained metal pit for fire. Um, and this large brazier uh, seems to be right at the bow or the very front of the boat. And it seems to be lit, almost as some sort of beacon. Hmm, it's probably used as a way to call something home. It could be spiritual. Tama, off in the distance, you hear this low-toned, kind of somber, melodic song. And Snow will continue. Yes, so there's the light, and then there's also this uh, song that seems to be coming from that direction, so I figured we should go and check that out. Well, Zana, <laughs> how was your fish expedition? Oh, well, um, so, the dolphins got hurt, so, uh... Oh, no, are they all right? It's all right. I think, I think they're in a better place now. Can I sense motive? Yeah, you can, you can roll your bluff versus, um, Snow, your sense motive. I'll have a contested check. Oh, uh, so... The song that Tama hears is the same one that she was humming. It is, yeah. It, it sounds to be very similar. Okay. 22 bluff. There's only a 15 on my sense motive. Those poor dolphins. I mean, like, who knows what dangers could be out there. And you guys got to be careful because those same dangers could, could get you. See, Zana, that's what I was saying. It really isn't a good idea what, to like, use your summoned creatures. Uh, imagine if you guys were riding atop those dolphins we and then got eaten. attacked by whatever it was. Yep, whatever it was that attacked terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Tama, did you, you seem like you had something you wanted to say. Yes, uh, did the, uh, song that you heard go like this? And Tama tries to hum the song. What would this Yeah, be? roll your perform. It, it's a DC 10 check. You're, you're, you're allowed to roll it. Yeah, it, it's, it's he is a minus one, that's why I'm saying it's gonna be funny. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be great. It's, 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 it's it's exactly ten because it's. Uh, he 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 gets this the relative um, rhythm down. The pitch is it's a little pitchy. Um, it's not quite as melodic. It's more like matter of fact. Um, he, but you're able to vaguely tell that he's trying to do what you're doing. She yeah. She gives that look of like a trying to understand. Then she realizes yes. Kai, that note no. It's more like up here. Mm, but yes, something along those lines. It's pretty good, Tama. You could work on it. We could honestly have a duet. Tama looks at her and kind of looks skeptical of, at that comment being like, he doesn't understand uh, sarcasm that well, but he understands that does not seem like a uh, thing that would be a good idea because he can tell he did not hum that very well. She meant it genuinely as a kind. It was just, she was just being genuine, but yes. Yeah. So, so she sees you looking at her like, uh-huh, and she's like, right. Okay, so... I'm going to go that way towards the boat. So does anybody want to come with me on my magic carpet? Uh, I, I offered to, to come with you. Oh, you want to come with me with, to, to the whale? Yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm saying. 
Uh, Did you have a problem with that? No. Is is there like some like tension between us that's like unresolved? No, no, I I don't. Issue. Draken, you're attractive. I never said that. I mean, thank you. I mean, I'm I'm aware. I never Um, said that. But I don't know. I'm just making an assumption based off of the reaction. I can can read the room somewhat. Uh, I just didn't want to like blurt it out. Oh, yeah. Humility and everything. Um, (laughs) You humble. So, um. That's a joke. It's not a good vibe. Yeah, I mean, having someone else on your carpet might be useful that way. Like, if you get, like, one shot by a killer whale that jumps out of the ocean and eats you alive, um, someone else can, like, message the rest of the party. They yeah. do jump. That's true. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, like, two is better than one, right? Like. All right, all right. You don't got, you don't got, you're not, like, carrying a bag of rocks. Go up, that's power, right? No, I'm, I'm not carrying a bag of rocks actively. Well, I've, I've got, um, 64 ducks. We should be fine. 64? Yeah. They yeah. duplicated so quickly. <laughs> well, no, they, they just literally duplicate. So it was 32. So then it, it's exponential. It, it's you exponential. Know, <laughs> I don't know what those ducks could be, where they should be. On the water, where they belong. Uh, sure, and you just kind of see him, like, open up his coat pocket and just, like, a bunch of rubber ducks just start pouring out into the pier. Uh, that's, that's littering. Oh, it's, it, you can't, get, they're gonna reappear in my inventory in, like, a minute. Draken, do you want me to remove the curse? What? I have removed curse. I, I like my ducks. <laughs> do you actually like the ducks, Draken? The more the merrier. It, I'm gonna win this game. It increases weight in your inventory. They're, they basically weigh nothing. Draken. Each one's an ounce. Ten of those little things start weighing one pound. So yep. you have 73 pounds or 84. Yeah, whatever. What? Numbers. You're so I, bad at I math. Bad at I have math. six okay. pounds of rubber duck. I don't see the problem here. I'm really bad at math, all right? I'll just get mule back cords so I can carry more ducks. Uh, what if you, uh, so you did that, like, rain down ducks into the water. What if you, uh, did that, you know, that, uh, top of the dome that we teleported to well I teleported you climbed to what if you just like kind of snuck it rain ducks and then like everyone picks them up and then the ducks perpetuate and (laughs) begin manifesting all over the town it would be great spread the ducks spread the ducks Tama why are you why why are you encouraging this it's funny but we are very distracted get on point people actually just get on board or on on carpet at this point. I'm getting on carpet. My recommendation would be to see if you can figure out where it was last spotted before you go flying around in the cold without I'm any provisions. I'm just gonna go to the waypoint that Mom right. gave us. Yeah, that, that's... Fine. Zana opens up her carpet and sits down. And Have fun. You'll be flying for three days. That was just my suggestion. And you two hop on and vamanos. Oh. You're, you're off into the sunrise. Just you and Draken. For three days. For three days on in a the cold. confined five and by ten carpet. As getting we, nice and cozy. As we elevate into the into the uh, sky more and over the ocean more, Zona kind of sighs. Uh, how do I keep this carpet seems more like a curse than a blessing? <laughs> a lot of guys on the carpet, but none of them the one that you want. It's, I, it's, I never thought I'd be giving this many guys a ride on my carpet. It really, it really does seem like uh, you, Zana really invites a lot of guys to her carpet. It's yeah, like yeah no, frequently. Like, yeah. yeah, man, two guys, one carpet so far. Actually, three guys, technically. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot of people want to Four, go. four, because, yeah. oh yeah, S, Tama, Tama. Uh, Everyone's Dan. been invited to her carpet. And I mean, it's not even like, <laughs> not even just guys. Oh, I'll ooh. throw that out there. All right, that's... <laughs> We're good. We're we're done with the bit now. 
<laughs> and you two fly off in, into the sunrise, uh, going directly to the waypoint. Meanwhile, it is just Tama, Snow, and Wilson kind of left on the pier. All right, boys. So, um, I didn't know we were standing on this pier really awkwardly in front of the boat as we watch them fly off into the distance. Oh, and the ducks are disappearing. Oh. Maybe it's like a distance thing. Oh. Oh, God. Could be time, could be distance. I'm not sure, but uh, they're definitely gone now. But the she was supposed to destroy them. No. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So... Shall we enter or try to enter onto this boat that we are standing by with the brazers at the front? Oh, uh, yeah, sure, I guess. What do you think, Tama? You think the brazer has something to do with the spiritual aspect here? You seem to be an expert on that, I think. How many shrugs? Uh, if you wanted to, you could roll a knowledge religion check. Oh, okay. Never mind, he doesn't shrug. He, yeah. he sits there, looks off into the distance, and starts thinking. Which one was it? Uh, religion, please. Or if you have profession sailor, I'll take that too. I just really doubt the, the latter's less likely. 22. Um, you that um, her hypothesis is pretty reasonable that um, it's a seafaring town. It could possibly have something to do with uh, leading the souls of the dead uh, back home. Um, Tama, you know, thinks about uh, the question and then relates what he uh, could find out. Um, also, is this is the humming audible currently? Um, yes. Uh, Snow- As you guys get closer to the boat, it becomes more obvious. Snow begins past, like, subconsciously humming it, not realizing she's doing it. It's a catchy tune. Yeah. And she's just doing it as they go up towards the boat. As you begin approaching the boat and your footsteps get ever closer, you hear the humming stop quite suddenly, and you hear almost the sound of a sword being drawn. Back towards the stern of the boat, uh, atop where you see the wheel is, you see on this ship only one individual seems to be brandishing a sword in your general direction. Who go there? We go here. I'm really great at this speech thing. And yet I know not who ye are. There are not too many faces that come round these parts. Your name and business. Well, all right, fine. I'm Snow Hikara from the Odd Guild, and these are my compatriots. We are looking for a ship to traverse some of the sea in search of the Galamkete. Um, roll a diplomacy check. All right, I'll do so. I'm in which form I get a bonus. Good thing Tama's not doing it. Sixteen! I rolled a two! That's still really high, though, for my base diplomacy. Well, you've come to the only place that would service your call. Any other vessel you see out there on this pitiful wharf wouldn't make it past the tide. And what is your name, good sir? I am none other than Bartholomew Gale, captain of the Solace. And with the introduction of this stoic captain, you see he has long red hair and a long red beard, which seems to be graying. He has a tricorned pirate hat and a peg leg, and he's brandishing your sword at you. He does his introduction, claiming himself to be Bartholomew Gale, captain of the Solace. And that is where we're going to end this week's episode of The Odd Campaign. Thanks for listening to this week's episode, Foundlings. If you enjoyed it, please make sure to let us know by leaving us a review on one of your 
favorite podcast listening apps or by following us on social media at RollFound on Twitter and Instagram. And also you can join the Discord so you can interact with us directly in voice chat, see what we're posting. Uh, we like to interact with you guys, hear your favorite moments and your conspiracy theories. And if you wanted to help support the podcast in other ways, make sure to share it with a friend. And you can join us on our Patreon if you want to support monetarily and you get access to exclusive bonus content, early releases of episodes, and other various goodies. Speaking of Patreon supporters, thank you, Jason, to one of our longtime supporters. Your support always means so much to us. And a special thank you to those who provide our music and ambiance for today's episode and all of our episodes, as we do love these creators. So once again, thank you to Ivan Dutch, Will Savino with Music D20, Michael Galfie, and Monument Studios for providing the music and ambiance in today's episode. And I hope... You all join us next, next week as we get to sing sea shanties and become scallywags on the high seas. All right, guys. See you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>